evening, good evening. <laughs> I couldn't hear that. It's a Calfetase Force Report. Here it's Mo Better with T Bird. Hey. The other guy. Hey, y'all. Hey, yo. Ain't seen y'all since last year. How you been? That was a good one. It never gets old, does it? Nah, that was, that was a good one. Ain't seen it since last year. And that's the truth. That's the truth. Yeah. Y'all have a good New Year. New Year's. Yeah. I hate that is so, it's such a pet peeve. New Year's, when they say New Year's, yeah. I know it. Yeah. I know it. I, my sisters say that and I'd be like. You ever correct her? He knows better. Right. It's 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 one that I do, but it's one that I won't do. <laughs> she must be the older one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know better. You know better. OG, how you feeling? I'm good. I'm refreshed, revived. Yeah. Um, I was... Uh, really amped about watching Monday Night Football. <clears throat> it was a crucial, crucial, crucial matchup between um, Cincinnati and the Bills. Um, and I know you all were watching in the in the first quarter um, when Hamlin went down. Yeah. Um, I actually text T-Bird and we kind of went back and forth a little bit. I think we all, we've all seen injuries, even those that are serious. You go to commercial break by the time you come back, hey, you know, they're ready to ready to ready to to, to play again. Um, but this one felt different from the beginning, um, OG. And it was unprecedented what happened as a result, right? Yeah. I we've all watched a lot of football and I have never seen anything like it just from kind of instantly the severity you just you just knew that it was it was more serious than that yeah and the fact that you know the ambulance was on the field for as long as it was you just you just knew something wasn't right yeah um and then i've never seen i can't remember a time that i've seen a football game kind of postponed or, or at least you know paused like this one was and you just you just you knew that something was not good um, T-Bird, when we got word that they actually were performing CPR, um, what was your first thought? Well, really, I'll be honest with you. My first thought, I thought he was dead. Yeah. Yep. And uh, um, by them doing CPR, by the good thing about it was they were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a thing called the golden hour. And they got to him within the golden hour. Mm -hmm. And to me, I think that really, along with him being young, him being in great physical shape, I think that that had a lot to do with him surviving. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, a few more minutes here or there, he may may not make it. It's hard to think about it. it, it, Yeah, and and, uh, you know it was a bad night when, you know, the the, uh, Troy Aikman and uh, Joe Buck, they didn't have no words. They they didn't know where to go. Yeah. They, they they didn't know what to do. Yeah. And then they they kick it to the studio and and they didn't know what to they say. didn't Adam, know what to do. Adam Schefter. I've never seen Adam Schefter look the way he he just was distraught and and Booger Booger, Booger was about to cry. Yeah. But, and I've just never seen those gentlemen short, short of words. But no one knew what to say, so they back and forth and yeah. go to com- more commercials ran that yeah. <laughs> that time yeah, it just I think, it, it disrupted know, the journalist time. in me was was irritated um um uh, I, I was like let me turn to cnn 
Um, but it just it just speaks to the importance and the value of in that moment, you know, just having the wherewithal to again because we're that millions are watching. What do we need to focus on? Where something again to to not even just reassure, but to show that you still maintain some semblance of control and understanding of what's going on. But here's the thing. I have a um, coworker whose husband is a, is a physician and you know, the, if, if what we're, my, our understanding is, you know, it was the shock of the, of the hit that stopped his heart. Here's the thing. If that were all it was, as soon as they um, hit him with the, he would have been back up. So the fact that, you know, again, they had to revive him twice and, mm-hmm. and then in the coma and they're running tests are you concerned that there's something more here in terms of his health that we should be concerned about, OG? So I'm not a doctor, um, but from my just knowing enough to understand it a little bit, it was not the impact to the heart, but it was at the exact millisecond when his heart was getting ready to beat again, that it was just that exact millisecond that his heart felt like it had beat but it was getting ready to beat again and that threw off his his normal heartbeat and that's why there was there was the issue that's why he got up for a second and then collapsed right back well according to this physician um his heart had already stopped well that, even, even even though he was standing his heart heart had already that stopped. could be because his your blood is still getting pumped from the last time your heart had beat so it it makes sense and and actually this injury happens more frequent, frequently in baseball when you take a line drive to the chest because no padding or anything. But it's just it's it's only because it's at the exact millisecond that your heart is getting ready to beat again, and it's just such a freak occurrence. And just the timing has to be just so lined up. We don't see it that often, thank goodness. But I, the other thought was, man, if if they had to innovate him and and you know, CPR and, and this thought he was going to be a vegetable, but the fact that he's since shown that that's the fact that they mentioned neurologically intact means that there's not the risk of him being a vegetable. Well, well, well let's be, let's be real here. He didn't wake up. They brought him out of a medically induced coma. So in that, and that takes stages. My dad was in one for two and a half months. So when you don't just sit up and say, Hey, right. what y'all doing? Right. But here's, like, and I don't know how to say this with, because I'm I'm not trying to be insensitive. That's that's not. But I, okay, the reality is, gentlemen, this is a violent sport where right. serious injury and death can occur. Um, I was watching this podcast, and I didn't really check the numbers and figures to know if this was accurate, but it still was kind of scary. So, um, Hamlin, when he signed, made like a hundred something thousand dollars. And I think his salary this year was eight hundred some thousand dollars. Eight hundred. Eight hundred some thousand. He was no more's coming. So if he were permanently injured, he would be not be getting another paycheck from the NFL. Um, but he could apply for disability. But the collective bar- bargaining agreement they lowered the monthly monthly um, disability to like twenty two hundred dollars. Yeah, but uh, the thing is with that, uh, the NFL. If if they want to do it the right way, they fix that problem. Exactly. You understand? Because if not, that's going against the shield. 
not even going against the shield, but this is a violent sport where every time those players take the field, there's a it's, risk it's of a serious risk injury. Of that death. Why don't we have some type of system, some type of program in place where they are protected, cared for, or even considered right. um, in terms of the, the, the risk that they take? I'm sure the players' union got to have that on their list. So to. so the, I, I did hear something along those lines, and, and because he's a rookie um, – and certainly his contract has something to do with it, but that is something along the way. He would not get a reward, you know, reward, reward. but had he been a third year, I think starting in your mm -hmm. third year, He's vetted. You're, you're vetted. So the, that's why there's always the big argument of the players want guaranteed money and, and all the teams and all that want, you know, pay for performance um, because they want, they don't want to have to pay if you're injured and on the sideline. And then the, the longstanding players, you know, the veterans, the retired folks want insurance for life. And because it's a violent sport and they're almost always have pre-existing pre conditions, it's expensive. Their insurance is expensive and they want the NFL to, you know, help them out. But the NFL should do that because um, they got to understand the reality of what happened they the, the other night. They that, I know. And they, it's they'll dollars. probably play, they'll probably play the political end of it mm -hmm. when it especially if he pulls out of it great and everything then they they gonna start thinking like businessmen again right because everything is gonna go on and and i hate to say that uh once he comes out all the games start resuming normally again they had one last night it was a game on last uh -huh. night Green Bay was, was Green. Why did I see no, Green Bay? No, no, why, no, did I, why did I see that on NFL? See, that's why I need. There to nobody, there nobody played last night. It bed. was over last week. Mm, mm, mm. So what I'm saying is like, both of them need to reevaluate that, and 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 the NFL need to understand. I know those guys make a money, a lot of money, but there's a reason why they want that money, and that's one of the reasons. Last night, if something like that happened, they got the. That's just like he was at work. Yeah, but but that's just like workman's comp almost. It's like workers' comp, but again, and I know think about firefighters or policemen who are in the line of duty. Um, yeah. there there's compensation for them and their families. But you know the risk, you know what yeah, you're you getting know. into in the sport. So again, it's kind of it's kind of a and I hate to sound like that, but you know what you're getting into. So they what, may, what are you they doing? may make up sign a release form now. I, I, I say give us about 20 years because we had the Tua. We've had a lot of yeah. high profile social media type injuries um, in terms of public outrage. So give it about 20 years and there are going to be some critical, pivotal changes that occur in the NFL that really affect the long longevity of that of that sport. And, you know, it was probably. Uh, it, it's happened before, years ago. Mm -hmm. So with all the games that are played, all the hits, you know that it was probably going to happen mm -hmm. anyway. Mm -hmm. And now it's it'll it happen again. It'll happen again. And we'll and for a second we'll pause and be like, oh no, and right. then forget for some reason. Yeah, they'll and forget. As a matter of fact, I mean, think about it. For a hot second, when you came back, and it, there were there were at least half of the folks watching who were like, "Come on, man, let's 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 get let's get back going to the game." That's right, that's right. I mean, you know, they they were ready to move on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're gonna get five minutes to warm up. What really? Guys are over there snotting and crying. What? Right. And and the fact that there were guys snotting and crying, it's because it was abnormal. Player, like I think Booger said, players are conditioned. They see broken bones and you know all torn time. leg all the time. They're used to it, but this. 
this was, and that's why it was so emotional for them. But I, I think you're right. The, um, there'll be some changes coming, hopefully for the better, but as a business, it'll be it, very political. I'm with, I'm with T-Bird. Right? Yeah. It'll yeah. be very political. Absolutely. Very, very ancillary. Absolutely. I'm just glad he's all right. Well, getting better. Uh, I, uh, actually have an update for you guys. According to CNN, he, uh, he, the breathing tube was removed last night right. and he spoke to his teammates. And he said, I love you, boys. And uh, I guess they gave him a state innovation for that. So, And he asked if we won. I saw a incredibly classy move. And I, I'm not sure if it was a former Bills player or current one, but they treated the the the, the medical, you know, the, the team the doctors. One. His locker is like two down from, from him. Yeah, like treated him like the MV, which I commend because, I mean, God probably saved his life or, or, you know, made him a lot and just yeah. giving him the recognition that he just, cause that's an unseen hero right there. Oh, question y'all. Okay. All right. And I thought this, um, we all know about how the, the, um, toy drive started off at 2,500. Now it's, what is it up to today? Anybody know? I know the, what? the toy drive that he had. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it was 6 million last, six I million last time I heard. So here's the thing. Again, this is not a nonprofit. This is a GoFundMe account. <gasps> yeah. So at the end of the day, Whoever started that GoFundMe for whoever is just going to get a 1099 and, and then and then what? I mean, how many tours can you buy? Would you be upset if he never played another game considering yeah, he doesn't get money. another dime from the NFL? Would you be okay with him using that for his expenses? I wouldn't have no problem with it. I don't. I, I, I wouldn't either, no especially it. if he never played again. And he, he's going to have, well, I guess typically you're going to have medical bills, although the NFL said they would cover it. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have no, I, problem, I wouldn't have with no problem with it either. I, I really, what about you? I wouldn't. Uh, you Man, know, I like to die. I mean, if you look at it mathematically, he's 24 years old. Let's say he lives to 80. If just off that $6 million, he doesn't do anything else with it. What's that going to break it down to like per year? You know, it's it's not very much. Come on, he's OG, got a I know family. you're a numbers guy. Yeah, it, it's not enough to live on. That's for not sure. Enough. Yeah. Um, so. uh, but it's a good start. But it's a good And I. He may never play football again, and that's okay. But he's got to figure out the rest of his life. And I, I don't know. Do you have a. Well, here's my thing. Uh -oh. The first thing you ask for is if we won, that brother wants to play again. Right, right. But politically, can they really allow him to return to the game? Even if he says, hey, I'm ready to have one. Do you really think they would honestly clear him or would this be a again a political example where oh for your safety and no we can't clear you to return because how is the public going to going to respond because at the end of the day if they gave him the, the well if they gave him that money they may the public may respond differently but if say if he don't get the money for that and cuz there's been players to come back not from that but from heart procedures and all that kind of stuff yeah jj watt perfect example and and uh Eric, I mean, what's the kid dude that played at San Francisco at uh, Kansas City? The safety, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, um, he Allen, um, <clears throat> he he had Hodgkin's lymphoma. He had cancer. Yeah, and so there's people come from that. But Eric Berry, Eric Berry, yeah. They they want to. I mean, he, he probably gonna want to play again. I agree with you, Mo. But you know, that's something he gonna have to search long and hard again about. will the decision be taken out of his hand though is yeah. my question it could be. This, Some... this is this is huge again we not the first player to drop down um drop down during a game 
um, but probably one of very few that has survived to this extent. Think about Hank Gathers. Think about oh, um, yeah. so many who Reggie Lewis who fell and and passed on. So that's what makes this, I think, so unprecedented and so different than quote other injuries and that we've seen because it's a heart condition. You know, it, it's related to his heart. I think some team will will kind of deflect. Oh, the doctors won't clear you. You know, the doctor. Good luck with him signing a big contract. You know, yeah, with yeah. that baggage. Right. Or even worse, trying to get insurance. I mean, that's but pretty you, public, so. But you know, the key again was having that personnel right there that, that knew that, what to do. That, yeah, they, and but that's I'm what sure, they paid for. Yeah, right? yeah, but but how but, often but, do they deal with? CPR. But never. but this is the thing, Mo. No matter, and I know because of the field I was in, no matter how many times you practice it, it still ain't the same unless right. it's the real deal. Right. Because I remember when I was, uh, we were in training doing CPR, you know, you say, add one. No, nah, when, we, when we got in the ambulance, don't you stop pumping. Yeah. It's like one. Uh, I'm talking about one and two. That dude's, hey, man, keep pumping. Keep keep pumping. Keep it. Don't, don't, don't count. Just pump, you know? Wow. <laughs> and, and, and I say, what? That ain't the way they talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now it's the staying alive song that they say yeah. they want you to have in yeah. your head. Yeah. And, and think about it. They deal with legs and arms and, you know, whatever, broken bone. But they, how many times have they had to do CPR outside of training? Yeah. Probably never. So yeah. it's, it's different if it's something that you did way back when. But the fact that just knew what to do and they and were in there. in front of millions of people. Right. I mean, it, it, you know, so... It's good, and that's why they're there. And and again, we talk about the golden hour. That was so important because if they would have had to wait on the ambulance to get there, or yeah. uh, you know, their training staff was was uh, educated on it too. But if they would have had to wait on the ambulance to get there, or something it might not have been that good. So. I thought the tra uh, trainer was the one that did the CPR on. He did, but the uh, the ambulance was there too. You know, they always have one in the tunnel. Yeah, and I thought that every stadium has a defibrillator. I think with airports, right. they just have them everywhere. Right. Yeah, but I, I got a comment from the um, from the chat. What you talking about? Uh, my comment is, or the comment is, this is a prime example of guys who love and live by the sport, who get used to uh, get used up and become easily disposable. These guys understand the risk versus reward, but want to pursue an opportunity for a better life in hopes of quote unquote making it. They live by and die by football. Mm -hmm. I hope a, a good change comes for these players after injury and when they are done playing. They need protection for their health because they risk their health for the game and fans. That is from one Melissa Taylor. Nice. Well said, Spud. Yeah. Wow. But she's right, though. I they Like we've talked about before, if we talk to any player 10, 15 years down the, down the line, would you do it again when they're all mangled and beat up? And they said they would. Most of them say they would. Right, right away, yes. But 10, 20, 30, I think the longer post play, that answer may change. But I'm, I'm sure every player from Little League to professional um, football players understand and are, have come to terms with being injured at some point um, in their career. That's just you have you have to know that you're not going to make it game. out of this career. It's part of the game, um, but of course you always hope the damage is minimal. Um, maybe it's something more. Maybe it's just bad luck. Maybe it's a curse. This is the 
fourth major injury at this Cincy Stadium. Um, is it the stadium itself? Is it just purely circumstantial? Is it eerie? Is it twilight zoning? Is it, you know? Yeah, I don't know if the thing was built on the old ancient Indian bail grounds or whatever, but four brutal, I mean, maybe not the most, but four of just gnarly injuries. We have probably the most brutal hit I think I've ever seen was Antonio Brown nearly got decapitated by Vontez Burkett. We've got Ryan Shazier broke his spine on national TV. Never, he was done for, for life. And then Tua had his um, major concussion. And then we've got, we've got the one from, from Monday night. So, I mean, these are not from way back when these are in the last couple of years and maybe it's something's in the air. Maybe it's, you know, circumstantial and coincidence, but just four memorable injuries, notable injuries all happened at this stadium more so than other stadiums. They should Kyrie Irvin come in and just, you know, do that sage thing that he does. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what you think? I mean, Injuries are going to be right. always part of the game. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, the players are bigger. They're faster. So that could attribute to, uh, you know, the major injuries. You know, for a while they were tearing ACLs because of the, the AstroTurf. Mm-hmm. Then they went to uh, a soft AstroTurf. They still tear them. Uh, you know, you can you can do it by not non-contact. Right. So uh, it, it's a lot of reasons why next year it may not be as many. You just, you just, you just don't never know. Yeah. And um, uh, my my favorite actress of all time, Doris Day, said it best: "Okay, Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be." It. I mean, that's 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 basically uh, what it is. I don't think. Do I think the uh, stadium had anything to do with it? No, I don't. But either. it just yeah. just so happened that it happened right there. It is what it time. is, as my yeah. uncle would say. All right, guys, gentlemen, great conversation. Y'all stick with us for more good talk. Uh, we got a big game coming up Monday. We'll talk the college football final. Stick with us. Hey, this is producer Dex with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I have so much fun watching these guys talk about sports like they're sitting around a water cooler. There are a few things that can compare to sharing your peace of mind about something that you care about. Have you ever thought about telling the world what you know? That's where Podbean comes in. Podbean is a podcast platform that combines live streaming, analytics, a website, and more all in one place. You can create, record, distribute, manage, and monetize your pod from a desktop or phone app. Start with the basic free plan and receive a $100 credit for advertising to build your audience. Now go to the show notes, click on the link, and you will receive $100 advertising credit when you start your podcast today. Also, it's a great way to support the show. Why would you hold on to a stale old auto policy when you have a fresh new car? New ride, new you, new plan, right? The LeVette Group will assess the new you for a tailored policy that meets all your requirements. So why not update your auto needs with a personalized plan from the LeVette Group? Call me, Tom.
Todd Dean to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678-777-7718. Again, I'm Todd Dean of the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at 678-777-7718. We are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Report. Thank y'all for joining us. We're here live every Friday evening at Mission Road Studio, 6 o'clock. You can join us on Podbean. You can like us on Facebook. You can stream us on Spotify or any other streaming services. Hulu? Uh, yeah, I'm working on that contract. Right. They're trying to lowball us. There you go. All there right, what, go. what else did you say? And you can follow us on Twitter at The Couch Spot. There you go. Yeah. I wonder if I follow you. Did Do you follow us? You supposed to be. I, I, I don't know. And he, you don't got Twitter, do you? No. Nope. I think I do. I think I got Twitter. You know, I had Elon send it to your house once. Did you get that? No. I, no? Okay. I, I didn't get that. I, as much as porch pirates, man. Porch pirates. All right. So, you know, there's a multi-million dollar lottery up for grabs tonight. I hope you get your tickets, gentlemen. And you I understand. I got when I leave. And you understand that if you win, we split. Right? Split what? Really? What what we splitting? We're splitting the winnings of the lottery. But I bought the ticket. But but unofficially we have an agreement. We do? Yeah. Yeah, it's legally binding. I'm, I'm saying on, it on air right now. Yeah, that, that binds it. That's legally binding, yeah. That's like certified. I, I may now. give I may give OG some because he got a wife and uh wow. Wow. Okay. So the tickets that I bought tonight, I understand fully what to do. Mo, 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 I know. I would, you know, look, I brother, would love to partake brother. in your bounty, my brother. Mo, Mo, you can say it like that. That sounds so really. I mean, no, I got you. I, I know. My wife is I wouldn't hear from fine. you if you wanted. You, 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 you know what? That really hurts me too. No, it don't that hurt mean, you. That means you don't know me at all. I might hear from you. I say, you "What's up, Bird? I won't all. be there next week." That's what you'll say. I would literally call C and call ESPN and buy us a slot. For a year, you hear that? It's legally binding. It is recorded. <laughs> we are fine. You ain't gonna get paid, but you be have national exposure. Well, hey, hey man, that'll I'll be paid, paid right? Yeah. Wait, why? Because I love you. Wow. I, I, anyway, I, unfortunately, speaking they, of wagers, sure they're gonna use their own speaking producers. Of wagers, speaking of wagers, speaking of wagers, speaking uh, of speaking of you know, like taking a gamble. Um, who's your pick for the college football playoff? Monday between TCU and the defending national champions, the Georgia Bulldogs. Georgia. What about them dogs? I mean, uh, TCU. Now, look now, Mo. You know, what did I text you the other day? What did I text you? What, what I text first you? of all, first of all, I, I will officially eat crow. I go. picked Michigan. I certainly was disappointed. They were out coached and they did not execute. So poor okay. coach. They try to be too cute. Too cute. I was thinking the too same cute. thing. And, and I think Harbaugh got too, he out coached himself. Started, he started believing in his own hype and that really bothered me because he's just too freaking emotional at times. They sh- what, what was that? What was that? Just take the ball in. Why you gotta do all Let's the to, They tried to do a Philly uh, what the Philly got? special the electric slide whatever it's just ridiculous but but that right there at the start of the game 
that was the downfall because mm-hmm. they gave TCU sc- mm-hmm. scored on the you know mm-hmm. 98 yards and then scored again mm-hmm. and they were playing from behind and they didn't deserve to win and then the ending when they had a chance mm-hmm. they just they gave it away well, here's I the agree thing. They, and I what, what did I tell you to... about TCU T-Bird what I I had watched them much this year and I have watched them in years past and I have not really been impressed but and this is the coach's first year, right? Yeah. So you're talking about <laughs> him having them prepared, I think and they look good. And I told T-Bird, <sighs> if if they beat Michigan, they'll take it all. I ain't going to go that far. <laughs> so everyone kind of wrote TCUI. They're kind of, you know, yeah, out there and, you know, they a couple losses. And only got 12,000 kids on the campus. And, and it's a small school, and – but they've got historically they've had some good football players there. A guy named yeah. Ladanian Tomlinson, yeah. and, you know the quarterback, um, Red Rock, uh, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. They've got good history. But the thing about TCU, they first year coach, they were like what four and eight or four yeah. and whatever last year. Four and ten, I think. Four and ten. They bring it Sonny from from SMU, and he did the perfect thing for the trans he used the transfer portal in the perfect Ooh. way in the Unlike perfect way said coach prime are you saying this is recorded i'm saying that this there's the new way recruiting is kind of 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 getting getting dated because all you do is you go it's like going to the supermarket oh i need a tight end i need a quarterback i need right you go to the transfer portal and and so listen did exactly that and look at he brought in players with experience at the positions that he needed and look at the turnaround well weren't you upset at coach prime because he did that we're not I, i'm asking coach coach prime is doing some similar thing i think coach prime takes it to the extreme but how do you take that to the extreme go, wow. ahead, go ahead og i'm go changing ahead, OG. my name to lynn bias wow. at this point but but so you listen did it right. So, so I guess my kind of thought provoking question, any, t- is it too, is the transfer portal make it too easy um, to, to just get talent immediately? And then also on the other side, if a player gets benched from some big school and they're upset and they immediately put in for the right. transfer portal and then go somewhere like, yeah, it makes it. Yeah. It, it, all the players do that. And eventually it's not, that's going to implode. Right. It they, will. But, it, it's going it's going to implode. I'll, I'll back back to the to match up Sunday uh Monday T-Bird. Oh yeah, we did um, get off. Yeah. Is there will Georgia lose this game or will TCU outplay Georgia? I think I think no, I I I think Georgia will win. I don't know if it's going to be no blowout. But you you can't count TCU out. I like a lot They're of stuff so that they do. They're so prepared I, and they I, execute. They got speed too. But the way Georgia's going to win, it goes back to Stetson Bennett. And a, a lot of people don't like Stetson. And I had a friend of mine while we was watching the game, I said, if Stetson Bennett throws a touchdown pass right here, that last pass in the end zone, they're going to start building his stature tonight. <laughs> and they started building his stature that night because he threw that touchdown pass. If Stetson Bennett has a big game, Georgia's going to win. If Stetson struggles, it may be a struggle for Georgia. I mean, they go the way of Stetson to me. I think that game, the, the Ohio State-Georgia game, was 
one of the best college football games I may have ever watched. Both of those games were dope. They were. I'm not saying that I'm Nostradamus or anything, but I did mention that Ohio State needs to have uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. have 120 yards and, and at least one touchdown for them to win. And Stetson needed to win the game, not just manage the game. And both of those things happened, and I think Ohio State had a heck of a chance. But my, I've got a lot of friends in Columbus, and obviously they're big Ohio State fans, and we were texting each other, oh, like two minutes, Georgia gets the ball. Like this is – it comes down to this drive right here. And Georgia executed incredibly well. So there's potential. I think Georgia can lose the game. I don't know if TCU can win the game outright. That's why I say, you know, Georgia must not struggle on offense because I think the defense has been exposed a little bit. A lot. The secondary. And what's another reason? What's Georgia known for? The pass rush. They ain't had a pass rush. So, you know, they – Stetson, it goes back they, – they, people call Stetson a game manager. He ain't no game manager. Stetson is a gunslinger. Yeah. He slings the ball around. That, that, well, you that, ain't no game manager when you throw him for over right. 300 yards. That game-winning drive was impressive. Yes, it, it was it very was. impressive. And yeah. he put the ball right, he put there. It right there. Don't forget a, another key point. Uh, Bowers, that first down he got when yeah. he uh, put his arm down and, and oh. But here's, here's the thing, oh. and this is why the game almost got away from him. They got lucky with, with um, Harrison getting hurt, but – Bowers really wasn't even a factor in the first he half. Wasn't. So they finally realized, yo, we got to get him involved. Now, is that him just being, you know, double teamed or him not really running any routes that got him good look, whatever, or Stetson not even being making him a part of his – who knows, but he's got to be a part of he it. he got to be a part um, of the game. I, me personally, this is going to be a game that truly, you know, for it to matter – way that will go down in history georgia's defense has to play lights out that secondary again which has no been exposed Healy Ringo. i think they've got some injuries yep. that might Exposed. might affect Ringo. that but if that if they're able if it's if if tc was is left to just a field goal or so by halftime then I'll know what we'll know what kind of Georgia team has showed up. But if TCU was able to, but the high octane offense score yeah. at will, and they can score at quick. will. Um, again, I get it. Stetson has shown that he can lead this team, but we can't. You can't play cleanup in the fourth quarter. You literally no. have to have to get, have a perfect game in order for this all to, to work out I to agree. your good. And I, two things here. I think Kirby Smart timeout of the year. Yeah, I mean absolutely. that was incredible. Just, just. Lined up perfect. So he gets a major assist. Mm -hmm. But I think Stetson showed that he can throw the deep ball incredibly well. Yeah. And and I don't know if that's been really highlighted that much, but he showed that he has very good accuracy down the field. Yeah, I, I, I agree. The Falcons, man, that let, let's get another hometown kid here because, man, he can do a lot that uh -uh. we can't do with the Falcons. <laughs> I can't go with you now, OG. <laughs> So I, I can't see you having any good to say about Falcons right now. Uh, but one more thing I want to point out before we go. When Kirby called that timeout, you know, I heard people saying, oh, the, the, the booth told me, hell, I don't care who told you to call. Right. He, he called it. He called it. And, and that's, what the, the that's what them coaches up there for. Hey, man, you need to get a timeout right because this is what we see. Yeah. People kill me trying to diagnose all hell. Yeah. Call it. Easy, easy to Monday morning quarterback. That's it. Can, can we just admit one thing? No matter who wins, TCU has won. 
Yeah. Yeah. The fact that they're in here. That transfer report is going to look real nice. All right. We'll be back, folks, and we'll take a time out with Mo. Stick with us. Hey, this is T-Bird from the Couch Potato Sports Report. I think about Atlanta sports all the time, but I talk about them every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern here on Podbean. Follow the link, join myself, Mo, and the other guy as we'll discuss all Atlanta sports, from the Braves to the Hawks and the Falcons. Again, join me, T-Bird, with Mo and the other guy every Friday at 6 p.m. The episodes will be available on Spotify, Apple, and wherever you listen. Hey, this is producer Dex with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I have so much fun watching these guys talk about sports like they're sitting around a water cooler. There are a few things that can compare to sharing your peace of mind about something that you care about. Have you ever thought about telling the world what you know? That's where Podbean comes in. Podbean is a podcast platform that combines live streaming, analytics, a website, and more all in one place. You can create, record, distribute, manage, and monetize your pod from a desktop or phone app. Start with the basic free plan and receive a $100 credit for advertising to build your audience. Now go to the show notes, click on the link, and you will receive $100 advertising credit when you start your podcast today. Also, it's a great way to support the show. Telling you the debates are so strong during during breaks. <laughs> You're wrong, Dad. I tell you what, we should, we should we should do a poll on on whatever something. I'm gonna throw a fireball over there. And light it's his New head Year's up. Eve, the same as New Year's. Yes, because it belongs to. No. It's a it's a possessive. Look, if they're saying it on New Year's Day, it has nothing to do with New Year. Look, stop, just stop. Yeah. It's, it's time for a timeout. It's Happy New Year, time Dad. for a timeout. Not happy New Year, time out, time out, time out. I'm gonna go time to the out, chat and they're gonna time back out. me up. Whatever. <laughs> so, gentlemen, there, there's a lot that I I process, you know, and and this thing that I love about sports is that. Yeah, it's just a game between two teams competing, but there's so many themes, there's so many patterns, there's so much to explore in terms of how it applies, you know, to life. Yeah. So um, I just wonder, um, and, and in this instance, I'm talking about a specific thing in the NBA, but I'm wondering if it's on a whole for sports in general, but who actually, who actually controls these teams who controls your favorite sports team who who is really in control of the day-to-day what happens who owns the team the ones that you don't see really okay let me let me let me let me let me give you this example then and what are we talking about so the suns the mercury sold for four billion oh yeah 100 million quadrillion whatever dollars austin power says but they were sold for an astronomical sum and the owner was forced really to do so og you know it's not like he he you know there was there was a report an investigation some really bad things came out about him and then there was a public outcry of no he needs to sell 
if he bought it with his own $400 million, but of course, of course a couple of partners, why in the world would anyone outside ownership be able to control the narrative of the future of that team? Isn't that weird how, again, public, public opinion literally can make you lose a business that you invested your millions of dollars in? Should, should fans be in control of that kind of narrative when it's not their money? But you can't go against the brand, though. Yeah, it, it, it's if, like, if you bought it this year, if you want to make everybody wear string bikinis, you own it. it it's kind of like that? a franchise. You own a franchise. Right. And, and so there's the, the, the kind of the overarching you know, leader, you know, the, the brand, and they have a franchise within that brand. So if you own a, a Subway or a whatever franchise restaurant, you're, it's your store. You bought it with your money. But if you... If you if you rub the wrong, you know, if you do the wrong thing, okay. that corporate say that. Okay, you remember the scandal that happened with Jared? Who the guy? Who, oh, the, Jared. Sub, the subway guy who who Jared. I said Jared. You said Jared. Hey, more specifically, okay. You should okay, talk about the were. Clippers owner. Well, we'll That's get there. a better example. We'll get there, but here, but here still is the issue that I have with that. OG. All right, so there was there was a scandal. You know, he went to jail, mm -hmm. but Subway hired him. Why wasn't there a public outcry for the owner of Subway? Hey, you know what? You caused some severe distress. This was a criminal that you put on national TV to advertise your sandwich. There's got to be something wrong with but you. They you fired should him. sell. They, they fired him. But why they did, fired him. Why didn't they sell? Why didn't the, the people who either created or owned Subway, why didn't they sell the business? Because there wasn't enough of a, I don't know. Subway is a brand. I got the app on my phone. Hey. I, I don't know. But the, so do you see how there's a double double standard? Yeah, but there, the NBA though? is a completely different entity. I think it's a double standard that you have the app on your phone. You're, you're complaining about it. <laughs> the the NBA is a completely Take that cold cut combo. The NBA is a completely different entity. You couldn't you you can't have no owner with racist overtones, and you got a a a a, a, a league that's 98.5%. You think there aren't racist business owners in corporate America? I know they shows? are. I know they are, but they hadn't been exposed yet. And they, they have. Well, I'm sure they take backlash, but in the NBA, they can't have that for their brand. They for it's 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 just like in the NFL. They protect you. It's it's in the NBA the same way. And you 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 know, okay, if me and Andrew how can I say it? If me and Andrew in business or something, and and, and I started screwing up, I, I I was I was being an embarrassment to the business. He gonna come to me and say, "Look, man, let me buy you out. Let let, let I, we gotta protect what we've built. You're not you're not good for business. He wasn't good for business. I got two words: Elon Musk. Oh yeah, you see what's going yeah. on with Twitter? He's lost like two hundred billion dollars in the last but, year. Is he still owns it. He, he literally had a poll. Hey, should I step down as CEO? They <laughs> said it. yes. And then it was like, well, technically. So again, but see, why, is there a that, why is there a double standard in that? Go ahead. And then I, I, I got something to add to it. Go but, ahead. but Twitter's not, it, it doesn't have it's a brand 28 or, or 31 other franchisees, right. franchise parts that all have to have the same kind of look and feel. And you can't have one person right. kind of, you know, being disruptive, going against the grain and the, with the dollars and, and all that, I'm sure there are lengthy, you know, contracts that are signed. And just like the, um, 
the the what is it the character clause in the NFL? You got to yeah. be an upstanding person. Yeah. I'm sure that's in there too. He violated that. Well, if that's the case, and we have to stop calling them owners. Nah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, sure I'm something in the smile writing somewhere. I'm going to add on to what OG said, because if I was an owner, one of the other owners is acting up. I wouldn't want my team associated with that. And then now, so all of a sudden you're dealing with 30 other teams that are be like, you know what? We're just going to boycott that city altogether. Because it so affects now what, them. It affects them. It affects the fans. It affects everybody else just because of this one person. <laughs> but he can get bought out. And there's, there's all sorts of clauses and things like that that he signs. So he knows the deal. But there, here's here's the issue that I have, and this is why I wanted to take a time out on this, because as sports fans, we become myopic. So why do we hold our sports teams to these high standards and not these other business owners who take a, more of our point. dollar on it? Again, if point. you know, if Subway, well, and we've seen this as far as rumors and conspiracy theories, but if the bakery down the street, you know, is running a a, a sex trade. You know, I, I got why, why, why do we, why, why don't we I insist? Why we don't did we that insist? with Papa John's. Yeah. Th your Papa yeah. John's is gone to your city? No, no, no. I'm saying the owner of Papa John. Papa the John owner. himself it's, it's is gone. Closed though. You see what I'm saying? So but they fired the owner. Shaq bought it. Shaq bought it. <laughs> <laughs> they fired the owner. That's one example. That's one of them. That is only one. It's not the only one. So here's the thing, but look how I had to look how we had the progression of this conversation to right. even get there. I got that. You know, but the reason why the fans act like that is because they're so invested in it. And I can attest to that because I'm invested in my team. I, I almost get emotional about the way we lose. Did you go to the, the what what gas station do you go to? I go to all of them. You got one you got a special one you go to? Uh the cheapest. There's particular gas station restaurant okay. that you like to go to. I, I like racetrack's good. Yeah, yeah I'm, go I'm gonna give you an Speedway, example. I'm gonna I give mean, you an example. What, what that man? Where, where you going with that? Because again, it's just it's just again in the in the grand scheme of things, again there's a myopic view of what we become passionate about yeah. when as as sports fans when there's such a broader broader use for our collective power. I will give you a perfect example of that two words cleveland browns when art modell didn't get what he wanted right and i yeah. understand why he moved um, it's perfectly you know a reasonable business decision he moved it but they the city kept the name because that's what represents the city yeah and nobody wants to be called the baltimore browns yeah. <laughs> would you not agree the investment that fans put in their team it's, a, it's it's an outlet for people. Here's, here's, and I don't want to mess up my well, outlet. Here's the thing. You? Here's the thing. There's more of an emotional investment in our sports team than necessarily a financial one. Yes. Whereas our financial investments, we don't tend to understand the collective power of how we can use that in terms of really affecting change, being change agents. Again, we are, again really marginalizing how we use our power as fans period i mean on a capitalist scale my wife just mentioned this you know we shop at walmart i personally don't walmart i don't like how they treat their their um their employees at all you know they would rather have them on welfare and everything so they can make more money that's why i shop at 
Target. It's got they pay them a little bit more. I don't mind paying a little bit more. Somebody else doesn't have to starve. You Unless know what you use Walmart. Who owns who owns? I don't Walmart. use Walmart. Who, who Sam Walton. The Walmart. Yeah. The Walmart. What, family. what have we quote heard about the Waltons? Yeah, he's not. They're the best. horrible people. Yeah. Right. Let 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 you know. Allegedly. Popular, allegedly. But, they, but that's how the market but solves again, the problem with they, competition. Nobody said, hey, you you need to sell off Walmart. What's the competition for the Cleveland Browns? I mean, besides every other team out there that again. plays them. But what's the competition? But here's the thing. What's the market the, the, competition? The, the, the comparison is, again, trying to move it from a sports fan-based perspective to a larger view in terms of our power. If we keep using sports example, we're proving my point. So then what do you think about the, the Green Bay Packers model where they don't have a singular owner? It's like owned by the city and the, you know, the, like, does that model fix this situation. I do. If 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 the Cleveland Browns own the name, then why why don't Cleveland as a city or a county own the team? Oh, that's smart. It decentralizes the power. So even if some one person messes up, mm-hmm. they can just kick that person out of town. Because again, there really is no. I think there really is no true ownership of a of a of a professional football team unless you're it's you know hockey or something. <laughs> well, do do Green Bay do the fans really own the team? Let, let me ask you this. Are the fans getting any revenue from that? So I, do, I, the, do the fans make the decisions on who to hire and who to fire? So do they really own the team? Yeah, actually, a uh, proxy, a voting proxy. Do the fans pick the coach? There's a voting proxy. <laughs> so so, the, so they will vote for the, the person. person. That, it's like uh, it's. It's like a, a republic system. You vote for somebody to represent you. They vote for the people oh, that represent. It's the, electo- I, 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 it's the electoral college it, of football. It's it's like it's like the HOA. It's, like it's, yes. like it's like an HOA. It's like an HOA. Wait a minute. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. So you telling me that the Green Bay fans vote on what what out of if the if the front office go get two guys that they'll vote on who the one the one they want. No, what they do is they vote on the people to pick the person that they want. That they that the team needs. Okay, so you you talking about the GM and all that? Yeah, they vote for all those. I mean, they vote for everything. So I, so, I, so they're I, gonna I pick they're gonna pick a, a decision maker, and that they just all the power, all the trust is in that decision maker. That's right. So, but they can also vote that decision maker out if they don't like them. And that decision maker picks the GM and picks the this and picks the that. It's, hey, Dad. Well, excuse me. Go ahead, OG. Go ahead. No, I'm no, sorry. It's, Dad, it's, I, look. Go ahead. On, on that, that's your homework. I want you to find out exactly what that Green Bay process is because I know that they ain't picking uh, their coach, them fans. I just ain't. said they're not picking the coach. They're picking the people that picks them, all that stuff. So, so you're saying they pick the GM? Yeah. Well, what, are you, what are you saying? They, Make it they simple. pick all – all right, it's like um, it's, you, you ever, like, buy a lot of stock on, like uh, – the stock exchange. Okay. You, have, you have enough stock to vote on stuff. Okay. Yeah, it works that same way. So then it's all by proxy. So if you have one percent, I'll look it if, up more, but I'll find out. But if you that's have how a, I understand it. One 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 millionth of a percentage and you get a vote, then you can then cast your vote on what you think. And here are a couple of options. Person A, person B, person C. Do you want to vote for and that person decides a lot a lot of these things that we're talking about, the head coach and the GM. But the fans overall, get, as a as a community, get to vote for who the who they want to represent, and based on 
who they pick, that person then hires the GM, hires the so they they vote say the president of the football operations. Yeah, it's it's like voting for the president of the HOA. Okay, that's what I'm saying. You like, hire somebody and they whatever they they I, do go. I didn't know that they did that like that. I thought they had an administration that done basically what the other teams did, and they they're just making the feel fans feel like okay, you, you you're part of this, but you ain't really making no decisions. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the way I always thought that because you know fans will get rid of a coach in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Gee whiz. Thank was that know. was that time out? That was, was time that out? was timeout. Yo. Okay. Woo! I take a break from the timeout. Uh, All right, y'all stick with us. You know, stick with us for this last leg. We're gonna do a quick wrap up about the two bad teams in Atlanta. Stick with us. When shopping for homeowners insurance, understand that any broker can bundle to save you money. The Levine takes insurance further with personalized agent attention. We are always available to advocate for you and your family when processing claims and adjusting for your insurance requirements. Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678 777 7718. Again, I'm Todd Dino of the Levette Group, and you can reach me at 678 777 7718. Hey, it's OG from the Couch Potato Sports Report. You know, the smart one. Listen live every Friday at 6 p.m. on Podbean as I drop some knowledge on T Bird to tell him like it is, and then he tries to tell me why I'm wrong about Notre Dame being hypocrites, the Braves repeating, or soccer being better than basketball. Chat with us live on Fridays or catch it later on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. are back here on the capital sports report the thing that i i like love the most about us is we are avid sports watchers we watch these games we we certainly become invested in spending time to analyze look and see how they're going uh want to talk a little about some some games some implications um and thoughts so first and foremost i we can't get off the show without mentioning the just absolute amazing two-lane win um, over the weekend in that bowl game, um, USC. Were they up by like twenty? Yeah, they they were down uh, a lot. I mean, when you turn over there, you say, "Oh, they blow this I, game." There's no point even watching yeah. it. I'll turn on the yeah. next one. But, you turn back. You say, like, "What?" But OG, how how is this even possible? So, it's like Tulane. Who you know Tulane? Who, who? like? Just should they have even been there? And that's that's the argument, but. When you look at it and look at, I saw some stat that said, hey, if Tulane scores, you know, whatever, early on, they've won nine games and lost zero this season. And sure enough, they scored a first quarter touchdown. And I'm like, oh, you know, and then you see the score, they're down by 20 or whatever it was. But man, they are a gritty team. And let me just tell you, the concentration 
of the catch from that tight end at the you know the final seconds unbelievable but that yeah. gave me julian edelman vibes which i know is sore subject for you yeah too, it is <laughs> isn't it is it is it in for the heisman trophy winner yes. to lose a game to Tulane. but you know what i think what we forget is Tulane wants to win too and 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 the other team wants to win too now is it embarrassing well, I, uh, do you think that USC went in there thinking we're going to blow them away? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And you got to think, when, when, when a team like Tulane gets in there against a top team like USC, when they win, all the balloons come out the, the container. You know what I mean? It's, if USC would have won, the balloons would have came out. It, it just wouldn't, wouldn't have been a lot of them. They expected to win. Okay? Yep. It feels like they weren't prepared for for something because they got exposed big time. And yeah, it's a shock. It's like when Boise State upset Oklahoma in yeah. 06 or 05. It was, you know, the shock of the century. Yeah. But Boise State played a heck of a game back then. It's the same thing. Tulane won, and they have a very good program, but they got overlooked, just like TC got overlooked. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if you can rush... For two hundred and five yards, yes, you you oughta win. You oughta, you yeah. oughta, you oughta. Great game, a lot, a lot of great games. It was, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. It this was one of the best times I had on my Christmas break, mm -hmm. watching all these great college football games, mm -hmm. and I I loved it. It was it was on every day. Every day. It was on. It started mm -hmm. twelve like, o'clock, like Tuesday at midnight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's a game on. It was on every day, and I loved it. I loved it. it thank you, college football, because it it did. I don't know about y'all, but it did me a lot of good. So I, I love that. It. Did you a lot of good? Uh, but your precious Falcons. We won. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we did win. But we 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 are just not good because of Young Way Cool. Yes, but we won. I mean, I take a win any way we can get it. When you OG, I mean, <laughs> I think for the Falcons, yeah. I mean, they'll take anything. But let's let's talk about some good things. Tyler Argyers is is our uh, running back one. This kid is the bomb. I mean, he 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 over nine hundred yards rushing. Be the first back since Devontae Freeman to get a thousand yards if he gets it this week love it so, so then what do you do with cordell patterson I, I i don't even think you ought to be in the backfield i think you need to put him in the slot get you another running back because cordell can't keep taking that pounding like that do you do you kind of do the debo treatment where he's a wide receiver but can no. run i already got my debo that's uh alumbrates the kids if they would use him the right way this kid bring a lot to the table Use him. That's my Debo. You know I, I think he, that's my Debo right there. I was listening to a conversation the other day, and they were pro Arthur Smith, and they were praising him for the wonderful it. job that he's I done know. and with what he's been had to work with. And I almost, I'm like, I felt like I was in Twilight Zone. Have we, have we gotten it wrong about him, T Bird? I, you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. I am not a. Uh, I, I think he's for for the little bit he's had. I think he's done some good things. But his play calling to me is horrific. So the Falcons beat a very weak. 
Cardinals team who, who's had four quarterbacks Very in weak. four weeks. The fact that we had to get a last, we had to rely on a last second field goal from a great kicker, by the way, young way Koo is outstanding. outstanding. Fourth string quarterback nearly beat the Falcons and, and was in the lead. That's like, right. So that's right. And, and Ritter has still yet thrown not to throw a touchdown. Are, are you worried at all? He's played three games. Yeah, three I mean, games. And he had a touchdown. They called it back. I mean, I mean they said he, that was a touchdown. Anyway. So the season, you know, season I, ends Sunday, uh, you know. Let, with, let me tell Saturday. you a trade. Okay, let me tell you a trade that I, would, that I would offer. I know it wouldn't happen. I would offer a number one, a late round pick, possibly an early number two to the Bears for for. Justin, what's his name? Justin Fields. Justin Hometown Fields. Hometown kid. That's that's it. You know why? He's 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 already already weathered the storm. We know he can play in the National Football League as a quarterback. You ain't even if you drafted another quarterback, you still gotta wait. You gotta see how he's gonna say if you get Bryce Young, you still gotta wait. Let him, Justin Fields already know, already know the game. I would try to go after him. I got a hundred million dollars coming at me. I got a hundred million dollars because the Matt Ryan gonna be off the books. So I got that's how much they got a hundred million dollars. I'm gonna get and rest is gonna be on defense and interior line. Okay, they went out. They even want us to watch the game. Is it does it even matter at this point? I, it matters only because the Bucks still. I think if I I gotta keep track of it all, but. I think the Bucks are still in playoff contention. I don't think they've... No, nah, they've clinched. They've clinched? Okay. Yeah, they, then they won the it's, division. It's a meaningless game. It's a rivalry game. Yeah, it's an interconference game. But I have no interest. It's just... You watch... Well, we know T-Bird. I'm watching. Watch. I mean, I, I'm a football fan. That's my team. I want to beat Tom Brady. They say he's going to play. I, they say Really? Them. Yes. Why would he do such a... He's always... That, listen, the, the, they, they come across saying the Bucks will, will play their starters. Yeah, Brady's always been I don't know how long, big on but, that. But yeah. Speaking of starters, um, T Bird, you and I had an interesting conversation about a Trey Young of the Hawks. Oh yeah. And just some things that we're learning as this season moves on. OG, it was, hey, this tandem of Murray and 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 Trey was going to be awesome. And there were some high expectations for all the pieces that were around them, and be it injuries, be it poor coaching. What do you think of the Hawks? Are they are they a good team or no? Well, no, they are not. We talked about this. This whole this whole relationship with Murray and Trey is going to work until it doesn't, and then it, it they play defense the first few games and in the preseason, which is something we hadn't seen. They passed the Trey passed so much and so well, and then that all stopped for one reason or another, and I'm I'm sure combination of things, but they are not a good team. They, they cannot, like T Bird has said, they cannot finish games should have beat the the warriors a couple times over but lost in in double over should have beat the lakers it should be the lake the lakers the lakers are bad they bad and i agree with og they are not a good team i'm i mo it hurts me to watch them yeah they are terrible they play no defense and as much as i was happy when we got trey Trey Young is turning into a diva and he causing problems in that locker room. And Nate can't coach at all. I am his 
you got Jalen Johnson over there with all that athletic ability, and all of a sudden he ain't playing. Why? Clint Capella don't never play. DeAndre Hunter he don't never play. I am so sick of him. He can't shoot, but he shoots. Why does he do that? Why are you shooting threes when you cannot shoot? Your best game is in the paint the, the, with the uh, the perimeter shot. OG couldn't have said it better when you said, are they a good team? No. I, I looked at, in that double overtime game, I, I looked at just the stats, and Trey threw up the ball. I, it's so many, but he does not have a good shooting percent. He'll throw up anything. It, it, and, and look, the other night, it looked like he was throwing the game. A couple of passes he made, it looked like he was point shaving or throwing the game. I said, you got to be throwing the game. You just don't make that kind of pass. It was awful. It was awful. I was, I was, I was just, just distraught. I, I'm, 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 I'm so here. glad we We're have here. a therapist in the room right, right. now. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Breathe. Um, here's the thing. And I'm concerned about a trend. And I've had a hard time for the past maybe two or three years watching NBA games. I'm with um, you. I remember my enthusiasm, my passion. Um, to me, I call it the NBA's prime prime time, which was like in the in the late eighties, yeah. early nineties. That was just a great era uh, era of of play. <clears throat> I'm noticing a trend among new players. Yes. These uh, new professional athletes are stronger, they're faster, they're more talented, there's more competition, um, they're more versatile. But it almost is like, it's, it's, to me, I can see it becoming some, something like soccer because it's, there's no attachment to a team. I'll, I'll give Giannis yeah. Kukamonga. <laughs> is she talking about the way I talk? <laughs> I'll give him, you know, he obviously, you know, has a heart for his his team and his city. Yeah. Um, but you see that less and less. They're, they're journeymen. They'll go wherever right. the dollar is, wherever they can win. And there's no investment in the in the community aspect of being part of a team in a city. I agree. And so there's it's a detachment. It's, hey, I'm here. Yes, I'm the face of the franchise. I'm going to score my points. I'm going to make my money. But don't expect anything more. And really... At the end of the day, my focus is always going to be on what's best for me. And I'm going to live in California like Trey does. Right. He bought a house in California. You have a multi-million, multi-year contract in and Atlanta. You, he's out of here when his deal oh, yeah. is up. I guarantee you. What I tell you, give it, what, the all-star breaker by the end of the year? He's going to he's gonna demand a trade. He probably he's will. That, he's that selfish. That's what he's showing himself. And, to and I, you know, I didn't want to believe it at first. But I do think he's selfish. I really do. Yeah, you, we talked, we touched on that a little bit, and and Tiber made a great point: is you never see him in the community or out there. It, it's very self-centered, and it's just it's all about Trey. And it, maybe it's part of the nature of the league, and and all these players are mercenaries now. But the, the fans are your. That's going to be what drives it. And Giannis probably has the strongest fan base of any major star because he's he's he, gives he it back. may. But look who's leading All Star voting right now. It's LeBron. LeBron yeah, but and that's a, Kevin Durant. Yeah, but that's yeah, popularity content. But, here, but again, here's right. the thing, though: if you were to go to um, Trey Young's social media, if you were to go to a lot of these players' social media, they probably have millions of followers, or yeah. certainly more. So there's a there's an attachment. 
again, I think that's generational right. to the world of social media versus in real life. Um, Russell Wilson, I think he's getting a lot of flack for that. Yo, you go on his Instagram, him and his wife or whatever they're doing. Yeah. It, there's nothing about football in, in yeah. those pictures, but again, it gets hits, it gets likes, it gets, it, it, it does something for your ego. It does something for you in terms of, Hey, this is about me. These people want to read and, and follow and comment on me. So how do you say, you know, Hey, I'm a part of the Hawks, but I've got, you know, 12 million followers who can't all possibly live in, live in Atlanta. So why would I reduce myself to just thinking about one state when already social media has t- has shown me that I can be global. Uh, another point too, uh, and OG, I, I forgot to put it on the list, but the question was, why do you think it's so many 40 point games? Okay. In the NBA, my opinion is don't nobody play defense. Mm-hmm. The Atlanta Hawks at the top of the list. Mm-hmm. When a guy can get the rebound, and dribble all the way down to the other end of the court and shoot a layup, mm-hmm. ain't nobody played no defense. If it's 150 to 151. Yeah. But yeah. And, and when you don't play no defense with world-class shooters, they Luca, he going to score 60. Mitchell going to score 71. They ain't playing no defense. And they want to bring out the test for the PEDs. Really? Yeah, okay. <laughs> really? yeah right, right after the really? game. Now, that's that's stupid. Right, but I saw a statistic that there have been more 40-point games at this point in the season than I think in the last, I think it was 30-something years, and and only a couple other times has it even been close. And it's because a lot of it is, yes, there's no defense, but it's it, there's no passing anymore. It's, one-on-one, it's, right. It's one, yeah, it's one-on-one, and it's the star of the team, and, and they just feed them the ball. Oh, you know what it is? I go by. Whatever. They're trying to go viral. Can I can I just ask one question? Um does can anybody name one pip from Gladys Knight in the pips? Bubba. I don't even know who that is. I couldn't even fact That's check Gladys's that. brother. Right. I, well, okay. See, I couldn't even fact check that. And the reason I that is because these guys, yeah, they, they're all Gladys Knights. Everybody else is just some pips. I, I that's a good point. I mean, when I look at Trey, when we run our offense. When Trey didn't play the other night, we played our best basketball because we were moving the ball and going to the basket. We were going to – at the moment Trey comes back, he's shooting a 50-foot jumper for no reason. you trying to close a game out. He's shooting a 50-foot jumper and missing. And the guy going on the other end of the basket, he's going to live. So real quick, T-Bird, did you happen to notice – because I, I just thought about this here, but – was Nate more active coaching without Trey? Or you nah, may not. he looked the same to me. Standing with his arm crossed. I mean, he, he just looking like this. Nate, I love you, but you got to go. It's terrible. Him. It's terrible. He's gone. He's gone. It's He's terrible. Gone. We hope. Right is on the wall again. We 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 know how this is going to play out. The 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 cast has already been and been. What is it? Died. Whatever. Cast. Okay. Quickly. Yeah. Quickly. Yeah. <laughs> quickly. Before we go. Yeah. Who gonna be your coach? If if there's an opening in Atlanta, who you who you going to get? Well, they're going to fire the coach in Brooklyn because the current um interim coach is doing so well. Um, so let's get him. What's his name? The one that cheated. What's his name? Why did I say Brooklyn? That's how Yeah, yeah. they was because they was talking about getting him. I would like him. Oh, I'm gonna 
get an outcast, I would like, I would love Mark Jackson to be in it. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Coach Prime. No, yeah. no. <laughs> For the right money, I bet Coach Prime would do yeah. it. Have you watched the Coach Prime thing on, on I Amazon? I I saw that the other day and I thought, I almost text you. Hell no. I'm not watching that. No. Anyway. It, so, again, it, it is confirmation of what we've been saying. Who your OG. two picks? Oh, gee. <sighs> yeah, I think the guy from Boston. Um, and I would okay. love a a younger coach that that played like like a Steve Kerr ten years ago. Some somebody like that that played the game at a high level that won championships and is not just a forty year coach. I think Something you got to get a no nonsense coach yeah. that, that that can find the the in between. You understand? No nonsense, but they respect him to we, play we the game kid, the right way. Had, what's his Give name? me somebody Steve from, from Popovich's ranks, like one of his assistants. Tim Duncan, maybe? Oh, Hang on, yeah, he's he's too nice. He's too nice. But you've got to get somebody that's going to get in somebody's butt. Yeah, and Popovich would do that. So give me one of his assistants. Here's here's what, well, we what, had, here's but. what we're in denial about. <laughs> Dennis Rodman. Stop. Here's what we're in denial about. Um, the coaching style has to change for this new generation yes, of players. Yes. And that coaching style is it, not going to work. That's why we need a young, fresh, new ideas and just not the old, you know, like the old Eric type. Yeah, somebody well, like that. I just want something this this I want to see some kind of resemblance of an offense. There's none. Trace right here, two players there and two players right there. Nobody's in the middle. They only run plays for Clint Capella. He just get the trash and throw it back up there. And Okongu, he filed everybody to come in the building. <laughs> I, I've just decided I'm going to watch um, Giannis and Oompa Poom Poom for the rest of the year. I'm not. I can't gonna, stand Giannis. I'm not going to bother watching anybody else because they they I like the way they play. What about what about killing Mbappe? You going to watch him? Of course. <laughs> yeah, I, I look, yeah. I've got a, something ordered just for him. We peanut butter him. Africans, you like them. <laughs> Gentlemen, final thoughts. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Great first show of the year, guys. Looking forward to meeting more. We're out, y'all. And tip a pumbo.